The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Jackass, the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of, 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 Jackass. We're just three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today we're going to episode two. Fuck. Chris, Epis- you're, I just two, have no. to say this. I, I don't want to step on you here. I, I have I to forget. say this. It's, until I start talking, I forget how to not do it naturally. It's, it throws you me look, off. look, you are so... It's like if I hel- if I handed you a baby and said you need to speak to this baby and handle it softly, that's how you would speak to it. You just well, today this podcast, it, it, like like you're leading me through through therapy, and I'm in kindergarten, Chris. What happened on this day, and when did this? <laughs> Oh, I thought I was going to get to go for a redo, and I just realized you're working that into the bit, eh? Oh, that's a bit. That's a bit. That's uh, all right. I all right. fucked well, up, too, well, but I'm is, cutting my shitty take out. I'm leaving yours in, though. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the extra pressure of knowing that this is being filmed now. We are doing yeah. season five of episode two today. It aired on March 18th of the year 2001. And on this day, singer-songwriter John Phillips, writer of the song <laughs> California Dreamin', started oh. his permanent California Dream because he died. Oh, oh, did he ever? Wow. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> he died today or on this day. <laughs> his, what is his permanent California dreaming? Is that because he's in Hotel California, like from the Eagles? He's just fucking not getting up. That's all I know. <laughs> well, you know what actually exactly. happened is. He's dreaming for life now. He made his appearance on the Jackass podcast in an episode, I believe, the California bobsledding. Uh, he yes. saw that episode, and it, he was so taken aback by it, he actually went into cardiac arrest. Luckily, though, they saved him, but he had to be hospitalized till now, where he, he passed away. He just, you know, his song was in a Jackass episode. He couldn't handle it. it was, you know it was what? Much. I would I, I would lose my—I think I would have a heart attack if I found out that, A, I wrote a song, and B, Jackass used it. I'm like, I didn't remember writing this song, but that's definitely my voice. That would throw me yeah. off. I would definitely have a heart attack. He just figured, you know, like, what more can I do in my life at this point? Like, I've peaked right here. This I might as well just, you know, kick the bucket at this point. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Everything we say on this podcast <laughs> really is dark, factual. <laughs> Is, is factual. But I'm with you. <laughs> and uh, this is a hell of an episode we've got for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, season two, episode fuck, as Chris put it, I believe, was. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Episode two, fuck. Episode two, fuck. Season Speaking two. of episode two, fuck, whose grandparents are these? You know, they've what? got two rottweilers and uh they're having a real fucking hard time doing the welcome to jackass intro and the thing is they're trying to do it at the same time grandma and grandma here I, grandma and grandma no, grandma wait, and grandma do? hey very progressive <laughs> for jackass progressive. to include yeah, yeah. fuck it hi, hi. Johnny oh, Mary. Knoxville. Welcome. welcome to jackass you both gotta say hi i'm johnny knoxville hi i'm johnny Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Okay, let's try. I'm trying right. to stay with you. Hi, Hi I'm, I'm Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Welcome, Welcome to, to Jackass. Jackass. You know who these two are? We'll later find out they are the dog trainers for the Rolling Stone sketch. Yeah. And oh, yeah. What I, what I don't 100%. understand is if these two fucking geriatric fucks over here, they can't figure out how to form a fucking <laughs> sentence. And you're going to trust them with these beastly German shepherds. Who the fuck hired these guys? They are so fucking fucked. I don't even know what else I, to say. Like they're I falling feel like apart. They're, there are two qualifications for hiring specialists on Jackass. One is that they, they, uh, uh, and this is the least important element of it. The least important element of hiring a specialist is that they know what they're doing. The second thing, which is the most important is that they are weird as fuck. Like mm-hmm. all the fire keepers, all the animal trainers, all the beekeep, whatever it is, they're all just <laughs> weird ass human beings. And these guys are no different yeah, who don't yeah. even know how to speak into a Th- camera. This couple is about two weeks away from permanently California dreaming as well. <laughs> they ain't got much time Look, left on their ticker i'll tell you that much <laughs> i'm sure grandpa is a nice guy when you get to know him but i gotta say grandpa you're buying your shirts a couple sizes too big all right You'd, yeah 
This dude, not only does he not have a neck, but his shirt is way too big. And uh, he's just the cutest little thing. Uh, he's hey, credits roll, and we're right on in to our first sketch of this episode, which is a big one. This is a milestone that they marked on camera right here. This is the Rolling Stone cover shoot. I remember... I think I remember seeing this out in stores when it came out. I mean, you do. You don't think it, you do. You do. This was fucking enormous was at big. the time. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. And yeah. Johnny is not happy at all about this. He's tied to a uh, big piece of wood. Uh, his arms are stretched out, and he's basically got this big target, red and white target, painted on his chest. He's about to take a bunch of paintball gun shots at pretty much point blank. The guys aren't that far away, <laughs> and he's just he's just pissed. I've never seen Johnny this upset to do something. Hello, I'm Johnny. I'm about to be pelted by three shooters with paintball guns for a Rolling Stone cover shoot. It brought back memories of uh, the speed bag thing he did in the in Jackass the movie that we talked about. He was about right. at that level of just fuck this. I am not looking forward to this. Well, isn't and, that uh, crazy? Man, he takes like, a beating. Like he, I, I there's something about this one where it's like your kids misbehaving in public. Where I'm like, Johnny, this is your big break. Why are you being <laughs> such an asshole right now? Like, like <laughs> it, take a moment and realize that what you're about to do is going to put you guys on the map in a way that you've never understood. This is before the Jackass movie. Jackass season one had just happened. Everyone who is older than us, who knew that we were watching Jackass, would 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 question what the fuck we were doing, but. That, that's the generation that looks to Rolling Stone magazine to mm-hmm. say something like, well, if you're on the cover of that, you're legitimate. You're in the process of legitimizing yourself and you're being a little uh, not a baby, obviously, because I would never do that in the first place, too. But I feel <laughs> like he's been through worse, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, the weird oh, thing yeah, about the shoe probably. is like, first of all, the best part is one person like was just straight up aiming for the dick the whole time with the gun. With Everyone the, was. There Everyone was, a few was aiming for the some dick. Chest shots, the target, but there was specifically one person. It looked very clear. It was just like every single shot was a dick <laughs> shot. And I fucking give a lot of kudos to that guy because you could have, you know, you, you could have got was? a little more. Uh, I think it was Bam. It was Bam a for sure. Bam. He wasn't on the cover. You know what I Dude, mean? Dude, can we talk about that for a second? And and in, before we do that, uh, let's just say that we're going to be reviewing this uh, stunt as the entire uh, Rolling Stones shoot. It's not just going to be the the, the paintball sketch, right? Um, the whole time, the premise is that Bam is the one doing the damage to Johnny, and Johnny takes it. And Johnny is the number one. And it's so clear. We talked about this in the movie, uh, Jackass, epi- uh, the, the the first movie, volume one, where it was like uh, Bam being side by side with Johnny was this moment where he realized that Johnny was in charge. This seems to be the actual moment where it became a an enormous realization for him. And he did not seem happy about it the entire time. If you look at his face, he just seemed a bit bit off put by it like he deserved to be the one in the uh in the driver's seat there good thing johnny knoxville wore a cup that's all i could say god damn god your dick would never be the same and and it isn't he's on a catheter now still to this day so it's not i don't think he is anymore he's He's doing great Oh, is that I think true? he's off it now. Finally, the one thing I thought about this too, it's like this is Rolling Stone. You know, like I really liked the whole yeah. visual, and I do remember this magazine. I remember walking into like being at the airport when you see all the newsstands and seeing that Rolling Stones cover. It was very iconic. Um, but you'd expect them to be a little more creative because they started off with that, then they went to like a sledgehammer. It literally got to the point where just a straight up punch to the face by Bam, which I'm sure Bam actually really enjoyed doing yeah. at the time. But yeah. it's like. That's not even funny. That's not even there's no uniqueness. There's no creativity to that. I was kind of let down by that actually being a photo shoot, just a straight up punch to the face. It's just that's interesting. But I always like I see one of Bam's calling cards as punching the person next to him in the face. That's what he not even the face. It's the back. It's the head. He just punches people in the head all the fucking time. So that kind of actually did work for me. But I agree. Once it gets to the sledding and things like that, I'm like, how how important was this? You know, I, I feel like Jackass had become more creative by that point. But I liked being along for the ride. Everyone in the Jackass community was there, like like the actors were there. And it felt like this moment where they were all being legitimized. And I, I, I appreciated that. I think that was a bit fun. Yeah, like I said, big milestone for the guys here. And uh, I, I, the thing I got a question, though, is how come Knoxville's the only one taking the punishment? I know he's the, he's the uh, front man, so you kind of got to do it. But it's just funny that like he's just getting shot after shot, dogs, paintballs, punches. And then I think the only other person who took some sort of punishment 
it was like a behind the scenes thing when I believe it's either Rab himself or someone in the BAM crew gets antiqued because they were just fucking around. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, it's just all Knoxville just taking a beating. Well, I think this was, <laughs> this was not necessarily a jackass photo shoot. I think this was a Johnny Knoxville photo shoot, if I remember correctly. No, it was it was jackass. Like it was very much jackass. Well, I guess it's and like, that's why, that, like, like no doubt video when like. You know, the band, they're getting famous and they only want to take the pictures with Gwen Stefani and the rest of the band are hanging out in the sidelines. <laughs> exactly. Johnny Knoxville. I mean, this is this is everyone says this. Johnny Knoxville is jackasses Gwen Stefani like that. We all know, <laughs> we all know that about him. Um, how about this, though? The moment. So we move from the paintball, obviously, to to the uh, the meat suit where uh, Johnny Knoxville is filled with meat and uh, the dog trainer sticks the dogs on him. And I. It, they cut to the dog trainer when 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 the dog is attacking Johnny and 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 I feel like some people would think that the dog trainer looked afraid of what was about to happen. I read that as horny. There's no look on his face that was anything other than horny. He was so aroused by the fact that his dog was finally getting to attack someone. Like he just looked turned well, the fuck on. He was in another TV show before that guy, him and his wife. What show? The Adams Family. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all right i like it they're, I like they're it. creepy motherfuckers man they're half monster or ghost they're not like i yeah, bet you they're I, ghosts honestly they t- now they probably are now i think they've gone the way of uh california dream and as you mentioned i believe or california yeah um they guys also, i have a question though yeah about where the where the fuck are all the modern ghosts where are my modern ghosts at you know you only ever hear about fucking ghosts from the 1920s and shit i want to meet like a 2007 ghost where are those guys at well maybe maybe ghosts are like wine they need to age for like 20 years before they're actually uh uh as good as they can be you know right maybe. now we're dealing with the the ghosts from the 40s and things like that so we got you know 80 years of of time to deal with but you know 100 years from now maybe there's going to be some fucking zoomer yeah. Just popping up in your living room like sheesh. You know, you know what? You, sheesh. Know that. you know what, Mikey? Honestly, that, like made a lot of sense to me. Like I was going deep there, really thinking about the timeline and what the different ghosts are gonna look, look like in the future. Like I really think that's the answer. Like that is actually could legitimately be. what it could be. They age like a fine wine. They age like a fine wine. And they come out um, screaming did, like a banshee. Sorry. Did you, speaking of, I would be screaming like a banshee if a dog bit my actual arm. Oh, I know. Like, what happened to safety precautions? The the dog on set bites Johnny Knoxville's bare arm. What is, why is that happening? They that is that insane. Up. They cued that up. I know. They wanted it to happen. That makes that's, no sense yeah, to me. That sketched me out big time. Yeah, that's Jeff Tremaine dropping the ball. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about this one? I kind of want to give this one a review. This was this was a fun one to me. Go for it. I'm, g- I'm going to go into it. Um, I have to say that this is kind of the culmination of everything that's come before it. So, you know, the stunt itself or the stunts, plural, that 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 came in, it may not have been the best, but you do get this feeling of everyone having a good time with it, understanding that this is the fruits of their labor. Like, like they worked hard to be at this point where they're on the cover of Rolling Stone and they're the superstars or the rock stars. And as, as upset as Bam was that he wasn't front and center, Bam has always only ever wanted to be a rock star. And you, you kind of see that out in him. I'm giving this one uh, an eight and a half out of 10. I think it was fun to watch these guys just enjoy the shit out of what they were going through. And there was some, uh, some fun and, and pain to be had along the way. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. Uh, it brought back some nostalgia. It showed these boys finally made it. Uh, and it seemed they were having a fun time putting everything together. Nice. Jay, what about yeah. you? Fair score. Um, you know what? Uh, this to me is like antidepressants. I feel nothing for this, so uh, I'm giving it a five right down the middle. Oh, really? I have, I have, I have no emotion towards the sketch. It was fun seeing the behind the, sc- the scenes, but like I don't know, it kind of just felt like a, a. It was a humble brag, is what it was. You're like, hey, look, look what we, look what we landed. I huh? can see that actually. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in yeah, the put in the TV yeah. show, huh? Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan, by the way. Hey, don't, don't like miss that. Don't skip on that. Stone. They started playing that song when uh, Johnny was getting suited up for the meat suit, and I was just thinking, ah, yes, Bob Dylan. The first thing I think of when I see raw meat is Bob Dylan. How <laughs> fitting. Um, but uh, there you go. That's it. We had it, the photo shoot. We got a scoot on down, downhill, that is, and our big yellow sled with Aaron McGahee. They picked the shittiest hill to go down, by the way. There's a big bump right in the middle of it, and he he hits his bum bum pretty hard and flies off. Everybody has a good laugh, a good chuckle at him. 
in my notes on this next one, I wrote Cam Margera, which must be the distant cousin of Bam Margera, <laughs> seems to be down on his hands and knees in Phil's office. But what are you doing down there? Well, I'm taking out screws. And when Phil sits down <clears throat> in his chair to balance his books, he'll fall, I guess. <laughs> um, and then Ryan Dunn, I love this. He's the scientist here. He, he gets in there. He's like, guys, guys, listen, listen, listen. You got to get the front screw out so he falls backwards when he sits. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Couldn't have done it without you, buddy. And uh, I love when they're setting up the camera, too, because we've talked about this before, I think, in the Phil shitting uh, sketch. Like, does he ever notice these hidden cameras all around his house? Has he been trained to look for them? This one is so lazy. They just kind of put it on the shelf next to a stack of papers. I'm blown away he didn't notice. He may have. I'm still, like, no. watching this as an adult. Ah, no. He walked I'm in like, in his robe singing. It was a very Homer Simpson moment. You know, he was. He didn't know what was going on. I just fucking love Phil. He just is, like, a yeah. big, huggable... He's got his little tunes on. He's feeling good. You know, you got to get in the move a little bit, put on the robe before you do the taxes, you know? And and this just, the slow fall again. There's nothing better yeah. to me than a, than a Phil slow fall. It was just like the lawnmower thing. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this big, chaotic fall all the time. It was just a very anticlimactic slow fall. And just the shape of him just makes it just so awesome. I love these things. <laughs> the slow fall in this one, I agree, worked really well. I didn't like the slow fall as much in the in the lawnmower sketch from a couple episodes ago, mainly because they tried to sell it as a good fall. This one was just like they didn't beyond the fall. The sketch ended. It was like, that's all you get. Sorry, guys, we're moving on. And that was OK with me because it yeah. was like, well, all this build up for just this. Uh, I, I did. I really liked it, though. I did. This was this was a lot of fun to watch um, the slow build up. Phil <laughs> walking in, whether it's set up or not, I don't know. It's I'm going to assume that it wasn't just for the Thank sake you. of it, just just to have fun with it um, was just fun to watch him come in, assuming no one was watching him like the same thing where where, you know, in, in the, the jackass movie when he's he's in his his safe space. And when you, <laughs> when you punish Phil in his safe space, it just makes me so happy. And I don't know why I just love to see him like. Bam is such an asshole. This is this. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you Phil's thoughts right now. Bam is such a fucking asshole, but he's not going to get me in here, whether it's on the toilet or doing my taxes. I'm going to be coming into this place without him. And then he finds his way to get his grubby little hands on you. God damn. It never gets old. No, not at all. Not at all. 100% agree with that. And uh, I'm going to give it a rating. Phil, the Katamari gets four out of 10. <laughs> Cause he's rolling around. I love that. Yeah, that's exactly uh, how he fell over. He Rewatched did. He, it. He's a Katamari. He picked up everything around him when he did yeah, that it. That chair uh, was stuck to his ass. It's beautiful. I love it. That's, it was fantastic. Um, I'm going to give this one a, uh, I, I'm going to wait. Did you say you gave it a four? Yeah. I just feel like it was fun. It was quick and easy and dirty, but it didn't like, yeah, it didn't blow me away. It, I don't think it deserves higher. Like it is, it, it is funny. You guys are right in its simplicity, but I, I don't know. Dude, it's just him falling out of a chair. This is jackass. You know, I could have did that to my dad. Yeah, yeah. You know? I get that. I get that. I get that. He's not um, Phil Margera, granted, but I still, you know. I, I think this one was more about the buildup to me, and because of that, I'm giving this one a six. It's still not amazing, but I did, I, I will give it more credit than just the the end result. Uh, yeah, I'm going with actually a seven out of ten again. The buildup was funny. Phil's just charm as he's walking into the room. He just seemed like he like nothing could ruin his day. He was in the greatest mood. <laughs> and then the he slow really fall. Was. It just it worked for me. It's a seven out of ten in my books. Nice. I like that. Seven out of ten, baby. And Party Boy is back. We are seeing so much Party Boy in these episodes in season two. Like it's it's great. I love it. I'm, I'm glad he really found this gimmick, you know? Or the gay dudes. <laughs> oh, you gotta get those ratings. All about the ratings. But this one I was surprised to see. He strips down nude. He's in the park. You get, you know, you get Pontius in the nude, and usually, you know, you, you get him in his underwear dancing around, but you wonder, okay, if he's gonna go full nude, there's gotta be some reason he's doing it. Well, when the camera starts moving, because there's a tree kind of obscuring our view here, we start to see that, oh, look, it's a football team. Yeah, this can only go really, really well, I'm sure. And for the most part, it does, I guess. I mean, he doesn't well, get hurt or anything. he doesn't dance at them. He knows better than to dance at a football yeah. team because he would have gotten killed. He would have. And he kind of kept his distance a little bit here. 
I liked it. It was fun. I don't know that we need to review this one, but it was fun no. to watch him put himself in a situation where he was uh, 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 dangerously close to losing his uh, his his life. I think, or his wiener, yeah, or his wiener, or his wiener. Yes, or his it wiener. happens in those dog piles. Who knows what goes on? Hey, my name's Chief Roberts. The only thing I love more than messing around with horses messing around my cowboy friends now listen guys this next one cowboy skate park pontius mike Kasak, various skateboard bros in the in the skate lounge uh this that's not what they call warehouse no it is skate ramps. that is that is jay that is what they call them now it, oh i forgot they're all skate yeah, lounges we're, we're yeah you have skaters. to check in yeah. it's great uh you have to wear a robe um uh, it's very elite it's basically where you go after <laughs> you golf you that's come in not what they're wearing holes. here that's no. not what they're wearing here in this one and listen i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying they did it is all yeah one's dressed up as a cowboy and the other one is dressed up as a, a native is that correct am i am i not being offensive by saying I, native i'm gonna i'm gonna say well i'm gonna say indigenous we'll go with that we'll go with that uh, or or how about how about a a, a a comic book interpretation of what indigenous would be. Let's yes. let's let's say that. Jesus. Let's say Jackass that. is a minefield for these things. Don't have fucking holy fuck, man! It's cowboys and Indians. Jesus, this is what the I'm skit's just about. <laughs> the recent goings, I'm not getting into We're it. We're not God doing it. it. It just happened. This it is, is difficult. What it is. Jackass is. It's not my fault that they dressed in the thing. Okay. I would have preferred it if it would have been some fun poo theme stunt that everyone could enjoy. But no, I don't know. they have to go doing this instead. Uh, me thinks the lady doth protest too much, Chris. I don't know if you'll come along with me with this, but I think this is Jay's fault. I think this is specifically I really, I, Jay's fault that this sketch exists. Yeah, I wrote I, a whole essay on it, to be honest. <laughs> all right. get. I, let me see that essay. I'm all about it, man. I'm, I'm up open oh, for Oh, now you're just going to throw an essay around like you're a Mexican gangster oh, all of a Jesus, sudden? Jesus, Jay. Oh, Actually, Jay, what are give you it about, doing? Give it about uh, a couple about? years. What are you making fun of Canadians now? Oh, a boat. A I'm yeah, a boat to say. Wow, we are Canadians and we are <sighs> offended by this, Jay. I, I don't give a shit about my own people. But listen, in a couple years times, I might just be a Mexican citizen. And I, I can actually back that up. I'm, I'm working on getting Mexican um, uh, permanent residents. No joke, for real. Oh, really? so, That'd be cool. I'm working on it, all right? You can have like a pencil mustache when you come back. <laughs> uh, human bowling is up next. We've got three teams, and uh, those three teams are Knoxville and Wee Man, whose team name is We Haven't Decided Yet. Uh, you've got Bam and Ryan, the Bananas, and Aaron and Dave, the Orange Shirts. <laughs> Dave forgot his orange shirt, according to Brandon, our uh, trusty announcer here. But Preston makes a second appearance in just two episodes as the ball. He's got that wrecking ball suit on again. Uh, I'm surprised to see this make a return so quickly. I thought that was a one and done. Nope, they're doing it again. Uh, they got the skate ramp out and they're basically just sending him, you know, belly first on a skateboard into some pins. And, uh, yeah, that's basically the setup. What'd you guys think of this one? This one was fun because it felt like everyone was having fun, except for Preston. I mean, I, I mentioned in the last episode that it seems like you get Preston involved in a sketch and all of a sudden there's like, you need a fucking therapist on set. Mm -hmm. Like he just loses his mind all the time. Like, dude, I get it. It would not be fun to be like moment to moment living on the set of Jackass because you're constantly worried about, I don't know, your balls, your well-being, your sanity, uh, your hair, because they're probably going to shave that off at some point. But like, this is also your bread and butter, dude. Like, if you're not willing to take part, just stay offset. I it, it frustrates me when he gets so upset with things. And I know, Chris, you mentioned last week that you think that's kind of part of his charm. Um, and I, it's it's fine. It's fine. No, I didn't think it was but part I of do his charm. I think that may be what the jackass guys like because they actually have someone they could get a serious rise out of, and it just cracks them the fuck up. I don't think but it's it charming. Like, I, I, I get that. Like it's it's kind of annoying as the, as the viewer watching. Yeah, I, I it, it feels to me like there are times though where uh, you know when like Johnny breaks character and he's like I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, this isn't fun anymore. This is just, they, they went too far. Preston's Lacey's too far is not as far as, as some of the other people on Jackass. And he doesn't deal with as much as they do either, but he does tend to like the whole sketch has to stop. 
so that he can punch someone in the chest because uh, he was upset about the way, where someone's hand went during the. It's like no, 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 no. Bam peed on him. That's what happened. Did you hear right. that? Bam, yes. Bam yes. urinated on him. Okay, the, fair. The, the, and okay. he admitted it too. The so. thing about this that, that what made me like this is actually kind of uh, compliments what you were saying, Mikey. Is like from the first time that he got bold. He instantly knew he was going to have a really long day and he was fucking yeah. miserable. So getting yeah. kind of annoyed with him at dealing with this and knowing that he just has to stick it out. They committed to this whole thing. They're all there and he's just dealing with punishment and just going to be miserable all fucking day long, culminating with fucking the perfect bowling ball grip by Wee Man right in the fucking that was asshole. It just it, it looked like <laughs> that <laughs> hand was meant. It was like a fucking key in a lock. You know, it was just meant to be in that fucking <laughs> position. And because of i knew how pissed he was is what made me enjoy the sketch a lot more i was just like it was just fucking funny i i i get that i do get that and and i i'm i feel like i'm i'm making more of a, a protest of this than i than i intend to because it, it this was a fun sketch in spite of of that moment where preston was like oh fuck this and whatever like it did look miserable to be doing what he was doing you are the punching bag in that point which has to be embarrassing and where he's landing off that ramp looks three feet deep like it he's just barely off the sandbank like how is he not landing on his neck every well, time clipped, it's got to kind of the edge of the ramp with his fat like as he's like he's not getting clean falls over me yeah. banging his knee like it, it definitely and then you're getting your head smacked against a bunch of trash cans date and you're yeah. wet and then you got to come back up and do it again and it definitely and then one of one of one of my favorite things is it keeps cutting to jeff tremaine just losing his mind laughing that's always a, a that's a great cut in jackass when whenever they do that i'm i'm very happy with it i love to see jeff tremaine getting in on the fun and then johnny the cut to him where like he's you know obviously he's been a bit miserable but he's also been a trooper uh we uh, uh preston lacy has and it cuts to johnny knoxville and he says you're the crappiest bowling ball i've ever seen <laughs> just like completely <laughs> deflating everything he's ever done it's great johnny just knows how to say the right thing at the right time yeah pretty much and you know like a key to a hole chris as you put it that's uh you're gonna have to call a locksmith for me on that one because i ain't going in that hole i ain't unlocking that door <laughs> uh, i'm gonna give this sketch a simple four and a half out of ten i i don't know didn't really do much for me either preston getting mad is not as entertaining as you want it to be it is just kind of bring it just brings the energy down and uh even even when he gets asked preston preston you're having fun he's like how's it going preston it's going all right you having fun yeah it's great <laughs> doesn't know how to sell it no, yeah but I, you almost can't even really laugh at it too hard because you're just kind of like oh dude come on yeah. come on yeah which back like behind the scenes thing it was it might have been an old steve-o dvd or something like that but they actually fully address preston's anger issues and really? i think that maybe is why i look at these things a little bit differently because they've i i do remember them finding it really funny it makes them a little nervous and it's almost like a stunt in itself pushing him to that line and trying not to push him right over the line where he's literally going to freak out and punch someone in the face. But he, there's a whole bit of something I've seen somewhere. I wish I could remember where it was, but if any of the viewers or the listeners, um, remember where that's from, please, please send me a DM. Cause I, I really want to watch that again. But yeah, um, with this stunt, uh, I I'm going with a six. It was better than average. The boys are out there having fun. I like to see people's misery. Sometimes we man and his, his bowling ball grip, was the highlight for me it's just it just fit it was just there's something about it that killed me so i'm, I'm going with uh what did i say there six six out of ten right six out of ten yes, yeah. sir uh i'm going look regular bowling is 10 pin this one was half as good uh or or you use the small ball you get some five pin bowl i'm going with a five out of wow. ten i wonder if any of the uh listeners will start being able to predict mikey's score charts based upon the stunt and how creative he's going to get into it because I, I, I've been noticing a few things. I've been trying to play the game myself, and sometimes I don't agree with the ratings, but they're they're a little wacky. But there's 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 something to it. I like to yeah. have some fun with them, and whether or not Ryan Dunn is in it, that is too. Also a that's large fair. Factor that's fair. That's, that's a huge. Well, factor. hopefully now he's moving past Ryan Dunn, and he's like now focusing on fucking Preston. Yeah, he's, Mike, he's got to make fun of a fat <laughs> guy and just fucking hate him for being there and just not being happy. You know, like whatever. Yeah. So he's got to find someone to hate. He's a fucking bully. And you know, Chris, I, I don't, I don't deal with bullies. I fight for the fight for the week. Yeah. Even though my older brother created a bully of me and now detests bullies. So thanks, Chris. <laughs> I don't like you. So yeah. <laughs> hey, here comes Aaron McGahee on his little yellow sled. Wee! 
too bad his daddy wasn't there to push him, but looks like daddy was out pushing the stroller instead. It's Johnny Knoxville in Daddy and Baby, part number three. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. I pretty much just gave it away to you. He's got this folding stroller. They got the baby in there. You've seen this in other episodes. We've talked about it before. And you know, as Johnny Knoxville is going down the streets, pushing this thing, falling over on top of the baby, people are kind of looking at him like, hey, wait a minute. They've done this one already. Yeah. It feels like everyone's knows that it's a prank. It, like when I saw they were doing daddy and baby three, I was like, oh, they're going to get super creative with this. Like this is season two. They've learned from their mistakes. This is going to be really good. Um, turns out, you know, give the baby back to Dave England. I yeah. want to see him do daddy and baby three. This one was not good. I, it's funny too, because it, it seemed like they strategically picked older people that might not have the best vision or, or people that look like they might be parents who are extra concerned citizens. Like it seemed like they'd really tried to work that in and it just, for whatever reason, it didn't hit. It was a little over the top, yeah. I think a little over the top and just not good reactions and very uncreative in the stunt itself. Like there's not a ton to say about this one. Jay, did you, did you enjoy this one at all? Or are we off base or you agree with us on that? No, nah, not really. I found it to be a little bit, too much honestly just we've seen it before and it didn't get better so why i keep doing it i guess yeah and i agree that having uh dave england on the bicycle doing those like zero gravity moon flips with the baby was a lot that more was entertaining than this where i see johnny knoxville falling over he he kind of falls like ryan dunn would to put it in in your own words mike yeah. he doesn't commit he just doesn't commit here uh, you can tell when he's falling he's like protecting himself he's trying not to get hit in the balls and again you don't want those big you don't want those big plastic handles going right into one of your testicles. But when he falls, he kind of looks around before he's even hit the ground. Like, did anybody notice? Anybody see that? Yes. Yeah. Where's yes. my reactions? You know, he's like, he's, he's, he knows it's a, it's a sketch. He's not, I don't believe you, Johnny. I don't believe you. And I'm not going to say anything more on this. If you guys have more to say, go for it. But I'm giving it a three right here. Not one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm giving this one, uh, you know, if if I if that baby were real, I think it would shit itself and give it a uh, number two out of ten. God, I was literally going to make the same joke. So, well, I said it first. I'm going with a three. <laughs> out of spite. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all we can say about this one. It's kind of a shitty stunt. Good thing that uh, all good things come in two, as they say. This is Rab himself shitting himself <laughs> on the side of the road. He's in a squat. He's popping a nice squat here, boys. He's got his ass hanging out. Just This is just in your local community. You could just be driving down to your friend's house to go, you know, play a good old game of Yahtzee, and there's a guy pooping on the side of the road. And I want to take this opportunity right now to tell you all my story the magic of a place called Buffalo Lake. Buffalo Lake is a vacation spot out here in Alberta that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quaint. It's small. It's not, it doesn't go out of its way to be anything special. And one day on the drive home from Buffalo Lake, I'm driving down the highway. And what do I see? I just happened to see a car parked on the side of the road. And I thought to myself, Huh, I wonder if that guy maybe broke down, maybe he needs help. Oh, hold on a second. As I'm passing by, going, by the way, 100 kilometers an hour here, you got to have a quick eye for this one, folks. I saw, no word of a lie, a mid-air log. I saw a dude squatting just like Rab himself (laughs) here, and I happened to look right when that log was dropping from his asshole down to the ground. And I'll never live that story down again. I feel like the luckiest man alive. That is, is that where your poop fetish developed? <laughs> no, we talked about this already. Now. It's like, uh, like I'm talking split seconds here, folks. It, <sighs> think of the speed of gravity on a on a nicely formed log, and I caught it. I it was a I can still picture that. That's in my memory like a Polaroid forever. That is oh honestly God, that's incredible. That's I don't know what else to say. That's amazing. I was going to so tell happy when, when you were telling that I was going to go into a poo story when I pooed my pants, but I got to save that for another episode. I need to let this no. story marinate. Yeah, don't follow that one up, <laughs> no, Chris. That's a, that is an unbeatable story. That is it for <laughs> a while. Fantastic. Yeah. Midair poop. Wow. But there you go. I just derailed the show. Uh, we're, we're supposed no. to be talking about Rab himself. No, shitting. Jay, honestly, um, we could spend the rest of this episode talking about that shit, and I'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, that's a gold medal shit right there. Mm-hmm. Olympics just ended. If, if, that, if that was like a, uh, if spotting shit was like, you know, an Olympic sport, I would have won the gold medal because I spotted a good <laughs> one there. Poopy Mon Snap? At the. <laughs> You get good that, one. Mikey? At the least, I earned myself yeah, no, 10 I years got of it. good luck. Yeah. Like, you uh, love Pokemon Snap. Then you get to take the picture yeah, of the Pokemon Snap. You know what I also like is uh, good jokes. Right here. 
I have to point this out. Did you catch this at the end of the sketch? I love Bam's direction here. There's a car coming, and he says oh, to Rap, yeah. Yo, dude, dude, here comes the car. Poof. As if that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just do it, Rob. Like, what are you waiting for? Is there people, just get like, another you know, like, porn stars is like, shoot your load now. Is there people that have that poo command? What? Like, like that's is the there, best porn. Is that what the director does? The, the best porn stars, they say, are the ones that have ultimate control of when they could come. But it's like, yeah, I need you. It's a cum shot now. No problem. Three seconds later, boom, boom, boom. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Rope, rope, rope. And then, yeah, that's that. Rope, so I wonder rope, if there's. Rope. Yeah, you know, this like shoot, shooting the ropes. Yeah, I know shooting you know, the, the ropes. Triple, yeah, triple rope just... shooter, you know. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, that, that's that segment. Oh, I wanted to let him marinate in that. I just wanted to not say anything for like 10 Sorry. minutes. I'll cut, and let I'll Chris, cut that out. We'll let cut Chris I'll just, add 10 minutes. Just How about marinate. Do add some like he looked so ashamed. Add some like 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 uh like mythical like sound like when people are traveling in space like. Whoo, choo, choo, choo. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't need to. You just provided the sound effects right there. We're golden. <laughs> oh god. Well, so guys, what what the fuck is going on here? What is this? Oh. I know what this is. This is uh, my summer vacation nightmare, basically. This is Tubin. Uh, now, Bam's in a boat with Tony Hawk, and he's just... I'm in the same boat as Tony Hawk. I guess it's just too much. He jumps out, naturally. I think we'd all do the same thing. You can only take so much Tony before you go insane, really. Yeah. Uh, CKY1 theme song here, I gotta point out. I recognize it immediately. And uh, seeing dudes tied uh, sorry an inflatable tube tied to the back of a speedboat brought back so many memories that i don't want to relive fuck that shit you guys ever go tubing uh, I I feel like does anyone like tubing no, like I everyone has Why? tragic memories you know, you know of tubing. Like tubing okay Fucking yeah i'm dads. glad you're on my side because it's the one time that exactly. all the frustration exactly. we've given to them on all the shit that we didn't listen to them and this and this this is their one like every single dad knows how to fuck a kid up on a tube yes, and they could say, Oh, the kid do. was asking for it. He wouldn't want to go. I didn't mean to do that. And they all know damn well what the fuck they're doing. We're all like scarred 100%. by it. I remember Dude, bouncing fucking like five feet off the fucking water. Yes. And like did it thinking too. I was paralyzed before Mikey, when we we're in Winnipeg, I think you remember yeah. that. Like I literally like skipped across the water and I was like, fuck this man. I've never been tubing again. It's stupid. I don't yeah, really like were, watching this You were shit. thinking, you were thinking you were paralyzed. I was hoping you were paralyzed because that would have been uh, the end of my bullying days. No, you bullying just want to fucking clean up my diaper and I make sure I eat Taco Bell every fucking day. Make it a little fucking messy Dude, for have... you, little bitch. Oh, man. I have nothing. I have nothing but Corn like PTSD-fueled <laughs> memories of all centered around tubing. Like whether it's my own dad making a fucking 25-foot wake and then laughing maniacally heading like headfirst back into the wake after making a giant circle and making me fucking face that thing like a man. And yep. then we've got uh, my good buddy Tyler. His dad yelled at me once because I got mud in the boat. And uh, it was one of those kind of like yelling at you moments where like everybody just goes silent because it's so uncomfortable. Kind of yells, the boat? you know, like mommy and daddy are fighting um, at the dinner table kind of yell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, just <laughs> everything around tubing fucking sucks. Dude, I hate it, man. That's just reminded me of like Mikey. Mikey's like so scared of the fucking lake and he's scared of water in general. Like he to this day won't swim in a pool at nighttime. Well, maybe he will now, but uh, it was a big end. The, the deep, deep end. end. I won't swim in the Dude, deep we're end. Like, he was Mikey was like a little kid, like legit a little kid. And we're on the boat and he, my dad was trying to get us to all go tubing. And Mikey was smart. He's like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. I see what you do to the rest of the kids. And he wouldn't. <laughs> go in the water and we're driving and my dad just stops in the middle of water and hucks mikey into the water and like drives away and he was fucking yeah. crying <laughs> screaming yep. my mom Ugh. was so fucking pissed off like he's like well he's got to learn somehow which i kind of do believe in but i think that's also part of the reason i knew how to swim what do you i knew how to swim no 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 it no, wasn't no, a matter had a life jacket on but it's like a facing your fears of being in the middle of the middle of the lake and, yeah and uh, how about okay fine i so i i i i i'm I come to terms with my fear of being in the middle of the lake and I develop a, uh, a complex about my dad abandoning me to, to Dude, deal with my fears. Was so None of that worked mad. for me. Like they almost got divorced because yeah, of that. Yeah, I hope they do. I was high-fiving dad the whole fucking time, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like as much as we have to say about tubing, yeah. I don't know if there's much yeah. more we can say about this. I don't know if we need to review it, um, uh, can I, but uh, goddamn. Can I combine the previous sketch and this one and ask a question? Sure. Oh, we've all peed in the lake, yes? Yes. Anybody here taking a shit in the lake? Like, yes. you wouldn't do it in a public pool, but 
You've done you that before? Have, Chris? Dude, I okay. This no no, this is a good story, actually, honestly. This isn't a lake. This was the ocean. I was on my honeymoon in fucking Amalfi Coast <laughs> and I rented a boat and got drunk and just drove around the whole Amalfi Coast out to Capri. And my wife and me both needed to take a shit. And we like parked in a little like uh what do they call it? Gravado or gra- something like that, a little area. They have these little boys and all these nice boats are parked up there. So we, we attached to one of these boys. She goes off. She's in mid shit. Mid shit. I already shat. She's in mid shit. And I see this fucking log pop up. And it was the most revolting thing ever. And the second she gets back up, this guy in this like nice boat, he's such a douchebag. He's like, oh, you guys are tied up in my spot. And like, there's no fucking, no one has a fucking spot, but we had a shit boat. He had a really nice boat. And I was like, yeah, sure, bro. Boat. I'm fucking right out of here. I, sh- I would go swimming right away. <laughs> and fucking, I'm like, it's 100%. He went swimming right away and just saw this fucking log floating right around. And it was like the ultimate revenge. He was such a fucking dick. But yes, we both took aqua dumps that day. I don't know why I felt the need to ask that question, but I am glad that I did. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm uh, glad never that. would have came up. It was just fucking hilarious. The timing. It was literally seconds after she shit. He's like, "You're in my spot." I'm like, "Fucking take the spot, bro. I don't want to fucking be here." <laughs> so, Jesus. Um, for this next this next sketch, I this is the point in the episode where you have to check if you maybe took a hit of acid or something. Steve-O, is that you? Why right. do you have a perm? Why right. do you look like Mikey? <laughs> hey, hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Knoxville and Steve-O. Uh, Steve-O's sitting in a uh, wheelbarrow, and Knoxville pushes him into a porta potty That's basically it. Like, this is one of those ones that just had me going, was that in the episode, or did I just imagine that? Like, why was yeah. that in there? It feels so out of place. Without exaggeration, when I was watching it, when the, Steve-O came onto screen with the no eyebrows and that perm on, I... How did I, I literally spat my drink all over my place? It was so unexpected. <laughs> I fucking sprayed all over my fucking living room with whatever drink I was drinking at the time. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's amazing. Strange, an anomaly for sure. Uh, this next one, not so much of an anomaly. We've seen probably, in my opinion, too much of it. This is Preston Wee Man doing their diaper chase. Uh, more recycled music that we've heard before in the show. I just feel like I've had enough of the sketch. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to tell you. This time and they run Preston, through football Preston practice. Preston looked embarrassed in this one too. Like I did not enjoy this one at all. Like he's Preston's yeah. running around in front of like kids who are in like fucking great shape and he just did not look happy about it. And I was like, yeah, let's let this one end. I don't like it. Yep, not much to say there, but uh, thankfully we've got Knoxville and Pontius on the card uh, to tell us that they overdid it last night. Seems like they had a bit of a bender. Too bad they're about to play some rugby. And I gotta ask you guys, I haven't watched a lot of rugby in my time, but the Olympics were just on. They've just wrapped up as the time of this recording. And for the probably the first time I actually saw a rugby kickoff. What the fuck is with the lift the dude into the air to grab the ball thing? I thought they were Have just improvising. Like this is like you get extra points if you improvise during the game, you know? No, no, that's no, a whole part dude, of the game. It's, it's, like, it's, like, yeah. it's like a dead ball. Like when when it uh, makes no sense. There's a certain point where they but both it's cool. uh, they they have like positions. The best positions called a hooker. Um, and you know you, you get the guys and you hoist them up, and it's kind of like a almost like a jump ball in essence in basketball. Right, it's like a, a restarting a play. I don't know too much about the rules, but I know it has something to do with the restarting of a play. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because I mean, Chris and I went to uh, uh, public schools that had no money for football, uh, in spite of the fact that most other schools in the area did. And uh, this uh, our school focused on rugby because you don't really have to even maintain the field that well. It's just give us a a large enough area that we can run around in and we're happy with it. Um, So rugby's always been an interesting. I've always had an interesting relationship to it. But goddamn professional rugby. These are big boys. These are Big boys. boys. It's crazy because like you look at Pontius and you're like, oh yeah, he's a dude. He's in he's in pretty good shape. He was getting manhandled by these guys. They had nothing to say to these professional rugby players who train this way their whole life. It was almost embarrassing for them. And could you imagine being that hungover dealing with it? I I just it's funny you say that, Mikey. Um, I was in Thailand. I met a bunch of English guys, and one of them played for a pretty uh, like a university for in rugby. And he was telling me about the initiation ceremony and it was things that I just could not believe. And this is just part of the culture of rugby. You, you get out of the blue, you have to be wearing a suit and you get picked up, you go to this banquet, you have to, you get tied naked to, to one other person. Then you're, you have to drink, you have a big cup and they make you drink straight alcohol. 
And then when you throw up, you have to throw up into the other person's cup and they have to drink the alcohol. And then they make you play naked rugby with a turkey when you're running around, rolling around all these guys. It is like and that's just like the tip of the iceberg. I could I could spend 20 minutes. This guy told me the story oh, for like an no, hour. And there's it was no so, way there's any benefit to no. that. That sounds I was like, fucking I would never terrible. Do that. Like, I don't care about, you, buddy. It was so about? fucked up. You like, love the puke they said part. That, like people then people are dying of <laughs> alcohol poisoning and shit like that. And they had to change things. But he's like, by the end of the night, the whole there was like four inches of fucking throw up all over the floor at this pub. That's it's disgusting. So gross. And that. I'm like, but that's what these guys do. It just toughens them up. Like they're, I don't know what the hell, why they do it or what it is, but it's just, it's not appealing to me, but I'm sure so they're laughing at Johnny Knoxville the, and them thinking, Oh, you're a little hungover. Trust me. You ain't got shit. Today. I was going to say, do you think the athletes, like usually when, when Jackass comes in and they're like, Hey, we want to do a stunt with you guys. And they're like, yo, this is my life. I don't want you guys to make a joke out of it. Do you think they were kind of happy to get their chance to be like, Okay, you think you're gonna have some fun with us? With the way that we're very is. familiar yeah. with this, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were yeah. all good sports too. It seems well, like they say they say oh, an interesting yeah. thing about part. rugby. They say rugby is a hooligan sport played by gentlemen, and soccer is a gentleman sport played by hooligans. Mm. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And that's my British knowledge for the day. Do you guys want to give this one a rating? Uh, yeah, I'll give this one a rating. Uh, I, I liked seeing them out there. Pontius was very impressive. He actually looks like an athlete when he's moving the way he was joking. I know he was tempting them and he was kind of doing little dances right. around to piss them right. off. I, I love yeah. the fact that they were openly hung over. So you knew it hurt a little bit that much more. There wasn't too much to it, but for some reason it just, it, it, it worked for me. I'm giving this a six, 6.9 out of 10. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Jay, what about you? Beautiful. Uh, yeah, man. Um, Two on one, they still couldn't take a rugby player down, even when they're just clawing and uh, grabbing onto the guy's knees. He, he still didn't go down. That is a testament to the strength of a rugby player. I had fun with this one. Not the best segment in the episode. Not yet, but good. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher with about a 6 out of 10 on this one. And hey, uh, right. one quick side note. Props for the flogging Molly track, which I believe yes. it was flogging Molly. I'm, it, I'm no, not like it was 90% a play. Sure. It was a play on flogging Molly. It wasn't. It wasn't quite ah, flogging Molly. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's an album opener for one of their. Oh, was it really? Albums. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, could I was boring today because Jay could be fucking attention to my ratings. He said uh, slightly higher than my six point nine out of ten with a six. Slightly higher. Slightly higher than what I've been doing in the show is my highest rating in the show because I've been I've been giving this episode a bunch of bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I I like you. I don't know if I love you yet. You're all right. Mikey, go. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving this one. I'm right there with you, Chris, on this one, a 6.9 out of 10. You pooped in uh, a lake. You're weird. Yeah, ocean. weirdo, weirdo. Us. Okay, well, fuck Still my weird. score, right? Like, who even needs yeah. it? Who no, even needs it? Let's just 6.9 yeah, out of 10. Good. That's Move it. On. Nope, nope, nothing even to good. say. That's good. it. We don't want to hear you anyways. That's not my fault your brother pooped in, pooped in the ocean and told us about it. Like, <laughs> all right? Call an aqua dump, all right? All right, listener, quick side note here. While editing this episode of the podcast, I noticed that Chris's story about the aqua dump, turns out it wasn't actually Chris that took the dump in the ocean. So I guess I got to give him that. But there was a second shitter, and I missed that. So that's, this is just me fessing up to my mistake. I uh, don't know how that makes things better or worse. But uh, here's Chris and I talking about upper deckers for a few minutes while Mikey's in the shitter. Enjoy. You ever upper deck a toilet there, Chris? No, I haven't. I wish I did, though. You ever wanted to? So badly. But it's pretty mean. Yeah, I know. Me too. But like... No, it's mean. But <sighs> if you have good reason. I know. It's just whenever people have, have me in a position where my mind state would be drunk enough to do an aqua dump... I'm always just thankful for them throwing a great party. So I don't want to like sabotage their house. Yeah. Yeah. But like, no, if, I, if I find like yeah. an enemy, I would definitely do that for sure. How about you? Have you ever done it? No, I've never done it. Do never to? done it. I was just thinking though, when you said you have to find the enemy. Oh yeah. Who doesn't want to try? It? I got a right. great the idea. Cleanup would be terrible. Guys, and I'm, and th yeah. this is the perfect excuse. What? I'm doing it for the podcast. Next time oh, me and God. Mikey record together, I'm taking an aqua dump in his fucking toilet and he can't get mad because it's for the love of the podcast. And he'll never listen to this, so he won't even know exactly. that we just planned it. It's exactly. Great. All right, Mikey's back from the aqua dump, and we are ready to move <laughs> on to our final two sketches of the evening here. Uh, we've got Steve-O up next with the Gator Unicycle. This is a sketch that I expected a lot from. Let's see where it goes. Hey, buddy. Splash. Steve-O's in the water. I don't think he liked that. Do you like that, buddy? Hey, buddy. He just keeps calling him buddy. 
This thing wants to fucking tear him into two pieces and he's calling him buddy. I don't get it. Uh, what did you guys think of this strange Steve-O sketch? It was weird. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what the point of this one was. Like, it, it, it didn't get much of a reaction. This is the kind of thing where, like, if you film this, what's making you think that other people are going to want to watch it? You know, like, it didn't it didn't feel like there was enough there that's like, this is, this is jackass worthy, mm-hmm. right? Um, once he gets into the water and he's kind of like playing around with his unicycle and getting close to it and stepping back, I was like, okay, I get it. I wouldn't want to do that. But also what's the point? Yeah, I guess no like it did, this one didn't do much there for me. Nothing to yeah. it. it was, it's dangerous and it's exciting, but there wasn't really, it just didn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't really go anywhere. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> this next one in a sense, didn't really go anywhere either. If you consider that the purpose of your body's digestive system is to provide nutrients and nourishment to the rest of your body. Uh, this is Mikey's one of your all time favorites. I believe the milk challenge. Hey, we're going to do the milk challenge and we're going to try to drink a gallon of milk in one hour or actually as fast as we can. Kristen is on White milk, I'm on brown milk, and Aaron is on pink milk. Cheers. One gallon, as fast as you can. Mikey, I know how much you love this. You talked about this very early on in the podcast. I want you to just run with this and tell everybody what this lovely sketch is all about. This this is one of my most memorable sketches of Jackass, uh, I think, that I've ever uh, experienced. I, I loved the idea, and I've always been tempted to try to drink uh, what is it? A gallon? I yeah. think that they're doing of, of yes. milk. Yes. Each of them are doing a gallon of milk. Uh, you've got Aaron McGahey, uh, you've got, uh, uh, Dave England and you have, I didn't catch the woman's name who was, uh, who was doing this as well. Uh, blatantly missing is, is, uh, Preston Lacey who had taken part in these competitions before, but I think had just learned from the, uh, the eggnog challenge not to, not to take part. You, I, I think it was interesting that they split it up between white milk, chocolate milk, and and uh, strawberry what, what the milk. Fuck which is would, pink milk, man? Like fuck oh, off, God. Strawberry Why? Me Why? Off so much. Why? Like fuck the fuck off. Why don't you, why don't you drink Pepto Bismol, right you fucking losers? Like that was just an <laughs> added disgusting pink milk. Fuck milk is disgusting. Pink milk. Who got lucky enough to get chocolate milk, man? That was a fucking... They must have done a coin toss or something like that, but yeah. No, get regular milk. You want regular milk, and clearly that's the case because the the, the woman who does it <laughs> deals with this totally yeah. fine. No, I, Jay, I think what's your, what's your I think hot she take? dealt with it fine is because she's used to having white, milky substances fill up her stomach. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like barium? Like semen. Semen. Yes. Semen is what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> Semen, yes, of course. Silly of me. No, <laughs> Mikey, props to props to like putting the spotlight on her though. She does she does exceedingly well. She kicks ass. I, yeah. I will say that the whole time I was just thinking, uh, Kristen is very reserved here, and she's also dressed the nicest. I want to mm. see her puke the most. Uh, you know, fuck your shit up a little bit because everyone else is doing it. Um, no, but hot take on the pink milk thing. I don't drink milk anymore, but if I did. I don't know. I might dabble in a little pink milk from time oh, to time. Really? Yeah. Time to time. Gross. Brown milk for it's, you for sure. It's like a <laughs> no. That's a staple. That's a staple. This is more like a you know. You're on vacation. You want something? You try something a little different. You know. You want to have uh, you want to have flaming hot Cheetos instead of the regular traditional cheese? I don't know. Maybe I'll have zesty Doritos this time. You know, <laughs> live a Let's little bit. You know, I'm still. But if you if you pile that on, I'm throwing up. I'm throwing up yeah, no matter yeah. what. It's all good. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think the best part of the sketch is when Dave says he has to poo. I gotta take it pretty bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a terrible time to have to poo. Is Chris is Chris about to throw up? By I the way, like I think I think he's gagging. I think he's gagging. I think he's gagging right now. <laughs> yes. Oh, by the way, I forgot to plug our sponsor for this uh, sketch. Our sponsor is whoever it was on Twitter that came up with the idea that uh, Chris should get a puking snake tattoo for his birthday. <laughs> oh, that was, yes. That happened? I think that was, that was Aaron Omar. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> puking snake. <laughs> I'm never so on board that. with That's this amazing. idea. I'm so on board with this idea. Well, I have a bunch of shitty other tattoos, as you can see, so I might as well get a puking snake <laughs> at this point. Wow. Good for that person. Mikey, what's what's your favorite thing about this? Tell us why you love it. 
You know what? It's just to watch someone struggle with trying not to throw up and throw up in spite of themselves. I don't know why, but that's always been something I've really enjoyed. And and my brother has a terrible gag reflex and he also gets hung over a lot. So I've had a lot of moments in my life where I really get to enjoy this. And I always have <laughs> thoroughly thoroughly there's nothing i don't enjoy about it uh this moment in in jackass though i think is the one that kind of like started it all for me so after learning that i love to witness these things uh seeing my brother do it in person was always way better than than watching it in jackass if you were to ask me to rate this one when i was a kid like watching it for the first time easy 10 out of 10 uh, i was a little bit disappointed watching it the second time around like just oh, just recently really? um it didn't make me laugh as much. I got just as much enjoyment out of the the eggnog or the hard-boiled egg challenge as I did with this one. Um, but I still think it was worth watching. Like I'd still I'd still go back to it. Um, um, I love watching my brother almost gag right now on screen. If if you're not watching this on YouTube right now, you're you're missing out on quite a bit. Uh, uh, did this one? Let's give him the stage for a second here. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I enjoy more. This is better to me than watching uh, the, oh, the, uh, the milk under- challenge. My eyes are watering. I understand, I understand oh. now why you want to do video episodes from now on. Exactly, exactly. Did you guys uh, get any enjoyment out no, of it, Chris? No. I know you probably didn't. Dude, I, I, so I you should, absolutely I hated it. Not. Last week, I, I had to like open up my restaurant twice, and it's like when I have to wake up that early and I'm like rush out of bed, you know, I usually have a few drinks at nighttime. Like I threw up twice, two separate days this morning just from brushing my teeth. It's like if I'm in the shower and I th- wow. and I already think about the fact that I'm gonna probably gag brushing my teeth, and it's like I wasn't even hungover. Like I needed to throw up. It just it just builds, and then it's just like yeah, I'm getting ready and I'm gagging and I'm thinking about it, and then. Oh, I fucking hate this shit. I'm, no one has a worse gag reflex than you do, Chris. Uh, Jay, did you, you know, gag reflex aside, did you enjoy this one at all? Yeah, this was the best one of the episode, hands down. I mean, I, I know so. a lot of the sketches were not the greatest, but yeah, this got me laughing. I had fun just watching how Dave is unable to stop puking. It's glorious. I loved it. Just it. Oh, my keeps God. keeps coming out one after I loved the other. It. Got it. That's got to feel awful. More, he's throwing but, up more milk than he drank. I don't know how yeah. it happened. I know. I I guess he likes milky white substances too. Who knows? <laughs> Had a little extra in the tank, you know. I'm going to go ahead uh, and rate this one because I can't talk about it for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I don't like these ones, this one there's just the, the three different milks. So something about that was actually yeah. like it, it gave me something to focus on and be curious about enough to get out of the psychological aspect of me wanting to throw up as well. It was still fucking terrible to watch. I don't like it. I even just thinking about it now, I started gagging. But I'll give it a three out of ten instead of the normal one out of ten. Oh, uh, miserable, just miserable. Just, hey, it's a fucking up swing. <laughs> There's no snake. Jay, what about up. you on this one? Uh, hey, when we got to the end of this one, I gotta say, Kristen, holy shit, you you finished without puking. Yeah, oh, crazy. Well, I, impressive. I guess crazy. it is. It is possible you can. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, there it is. Jesus Christ, it's coming out like waterfalls. <laughs> False alarm. Uh, this was fun to watch. I don't think it was the best thing ever, but it was funny. It was definitely funny. Uh, worthy of a seven, seven out of ten. Yeah, oh man, I'm fun. giving this one. It's not quite the ten, but I loved watching them just lose their mind. I liked the mixture of the three colors, even though I think it gave some people an advantage over others. I'm giving this one a nine out of ten. Fucking loved it. Love watching Beauty. people throw up. Why not? There you go, boys. That brings us to the end of another episode of Jackass. We have a credits roll here. This is where it is revealed who peed on. Preston, yes, it was Bam Margera, as we mentioned, of course. And I gotta mention, we we didn't say specifically (laughs) where Preston got to punch Bam. He chose the throat of all places. The throat. Jesus Christ, man. That's an angry man. Have a little more, like... He is not in it to have a good time, is he? Who punches someone in the throat? No, he wants to kill someone, is what he wants. Oh. I know I'm giving the guy a hard time, but lighten up a little bit, man. <laughs> look at your look at your your status and your opportunity to be the bowling ball with brighter eyes, man. This is exactly, huge I agree. for you. You're the star of this segment. You're the fucking ball, man. Be the ball. I agree. Be, be the, the ball. ball. Be the ball.
Uh, why don't we do a quick shout out here to our uh, our Twitter and Instagram page? You can follow us there on both of them at Jackass Pod. And uh, we've been talking here in the group a bit about doing maybe some Q and A's. We didn't really um, plan anything, but boys, why don't we just why don't we just think up a quick? You, you want to do one right now? Just throw it out there. Yeah, who's what your could favorite Jackass for this week? Oh, oh don't come even, on. don't I'm even, get Chris. I don't want you to do that Not to yourself. Not for the first 100%. question. Save it for later. I'm gonna get a Otherwise, we're gonna have to live with that resentment. That's the funniest part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. How about this? How about this? Have you ever pooped in a nefarious place? Ocean. I love it. Let's Upper go with Decker? that. Yeah, could be anything. Tell us, and the we will read your answers pooped. live on next week's episode. How about that? Perfect. Yeah. So tweet us at JackassedPod. We're gonna put that up as a tweet, boys. Is that how we're doing? Or it? on Instagram, Let's do however it. people like tweet but... reminder. All right. Yeah. I like it. Okay. We'll put you can also email us jackasspod at gmail.com. Oh, you can. I forgot we had an email. We have an email. We have an email, a great email address. We're and what an email address it is. Yeah. It's mostly just like dude erectile pills and fucking fuck my grandma. He, you know, what? But it's all I want in an email address. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's, boys. That's, you know, until next like, week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoa, eager beaver, slow down. You want to end the show this time? No, but. <laughs> I was going to say. I don't know how to do it. I'm not smart. <laughs> On today's episode, we... Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Episode two <laughs> fuck. Here we go, boys. We're saying goodbye. Enough of this. I have to put a stop to this. That's another episode of Jackass. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week for season two, episode six. Don't miss it. We won't. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Fuck you. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackass. Actually, no, not fuck you. I appreciate the effort on that one. I thought you were making fun of me, but that, that's better than your normal sign-off. All right, bye. Press X for Sound audio production.